Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it, you're acting like a child. Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Alright, your normal mind can imagine Okay, so to bring it to a weird tangent, in a tangent, within a tangent, it's skewed into this tangent, we are friends of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. The fuck? Remember, he's older than us. He, okay, well, he if he's having any troubles, there's some, there's some children I'm I'm sure around that can help him out. That's a, that's this, what I do. I there was one episode. Uh, Jeremy and I were interviewing this actress, and I turned on my Zoom, and I had some filter that gave me purple lips, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing, and I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. So I, like, I ran upstairs. My daughter goes, oh, you just do this. And like in two seconds, normal lips. And we conducted the interview and, you know, <laughs> I didn't have to do it with like, you know, puckered up lips and a wink. Is that it? Should oh. be like a, like a video camera, like icon. Well, I don't nope. know. Maybe, maybe Tony just looks like a T now. That could be him. <laughs> You've lost a lot of weight, Tony. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You see the stick and then his ears. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> These newfangled machines. <laughs> oh, that's I better. remember back in the day when we just did AIM. There we go. There there we go. go. Now we I got the we got the full Tony now. <laughs> hey, listen, I was enjoying being skinny. <laughs> it was new new for me. <laughs> How you doing, man? I haven't seen you in I don't even like fucking 20 years. Oh, dude, I'm all right. I put on fucking 20 years worth of weight though. You can't tell, dude. You look you look good, man. I haven't seen you. You look good. Thanks, bud. You you don't look like you've changed at all. You lucky I, bastard. <laughs> I I'm actually a vampire. That's why we decided to do this episode. I figured I'd come out of the coffin. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> so, uh, how you doing, Jeremy? Just yeah. wonderful. All right. Well, glad to have you on. Obviously, welcome to Fans of the Dead. Thank you, sir. I am hey. Jeremy. He Are is you? Tony. That guy's Mike. We're just we're just hanging out, and we're going to talk about blood suckers. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, Tony was very excited. This was actually his idea to do this. He hounds yeah. me with Texas, Texas, by the way. Texas. Texas. Yeah, well, when you're a trash man and you're limited on dumps and the dumps are two hours long, you got to harass somebody. <laughs> Last time I had a two-hour dump, I got a fucking hernia. <laughs> just, I believe it. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so vampires. And I'm sure Jeremy has some kind of beer that is uh, vampire related or it's Bud Light. Well, no. However, I wanted to get wine, but I'm not like a wine guy. So I don't know what the fuck to get. So I just wine, some, you know, yeah, red wine. Yeah. Red. Uh, okay. Jeremy, you would like a Meritage. A Meritage? 
I don't even yeah, know what they, that is. They, they put it in a uh, whiskey barrel. Ooh. I wish I knew Boston, about that. Boston Winery. It's right over in Dorchester, right over the by the Naponsa Bridge. Really? I'll have to check that out. So yeah. what are you unscrewing over there? So I do. I have myself a uh, Moscato. Just a, Moscato. Yeah. You wearing high heels with that, too? Yes, I am, actually. <laughs> I actually am. Can you see? So <laughs> I know things. Just, I thought it was going to be a little bit darker, but it's not. But it's mm. red, so that's all that matters. Good for you. Good for you. It smells yes, like yeah. church wine. It's about the same. <laughs> Actually, really good. Well, that's the blood of Jesus. That's the best blood you can get. It's uh, <laughs> There's no monkey pox in it. Ooh, <laughs> no monkey pox. Uh, now, now you're talking my language. <laughs> now, what do you have? I don't know. What do you think it is? The blood of your enemies? I, I don't know. Well, let's see. I would go with, from the smell of it, it's a Shiraz. <laughs> Tony and Jeremy should know this. I never drink wine. Why? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's actually Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Ooh. I'm looking fancy. There you are. Raising the wife's cabinet, huh? Uh, I'm 27 <laughs> years old now, so I figured it's time to grow up. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into it. I also did have a special special recipe tie-in. Do you guys remember Count Chocula? Yes, Count Chocula. He's Ooh. also grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, right. I'll make it to the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I guess I'll start my number ten. Might as well start at the beginning, right? Well, I guess there's beginning. Yeah, that would be the end. That'll be the end. Don't confuse me. All right. So we're all doing top tens. It's going to be a long one. Yep. Grab your garlic and sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> we got 30 movies to go through. So. Oh, shit. Oh, and I bet you there's going to be doubles. Oh, there's going to be a lot of drinking in this episode. Anytime <laughs> we mention the title of a movie or we do a double drink. And we'll make up more rules as we go. Let's. Go. I was about to say, what's going to happen if we have a triple? Ooh. Let's Are see. we still waiting for that fourth person? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, so Jer- Jeremy still is on Framingham math. So when the three of us were going to do this tonight, he's like, okay, but like, are all four of us going to be ready? I'm like, who the fuck is the extra person? No, See, I this said is, this is no. why I'm not wearing shoes so I can do all my counting. <laughs> you only have to count up to 10, though. So, I mean, you know, you, you could have left your shoes on uh, 19 <laughs> extra toes. <laughs> I, I do have 19 vampire movies, but but I, I whittled it down to 10. Yeah. Oh, right, just, Jeremy, just go, just go. Just go. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so, we're gonna start from way back when I'm gonna go 1922's Nosferatu. So I found this on Shutter. Thank God, because I didn't want to pay like four dollars to watch it. Uh, Joe Bob did a great fucking vampire night, and Nosferatu was the first movie. Nice. He yeah. dressed up like a uh, <laughs> raggedy and doll pimp. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, it takes place in Wisborg, Germany, like uh, where his uh, this real estate agent knock. Right now, mind you, this is a silent film. So I think this is like my first like 
old silent film experience, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, they throw up like the text of what people are saying and like a, it, a random thing, and it'll just say, She is screaming. <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's hilarious because it's like five minutes of footage and people having intense conversations. And then it says like, eek. But you have to admit that when he, when Count Orlock is coming up the staircase yes. and his shadow, uh, which I've read here, I, I don't know. I've been doing some vampire research to get ready for this episode. Uh, some people say vampires don't have shadows, but that shadow scene is by far like yeah. the creepiest vampire get out there. Yeah. So or at least um, the first creepiest. Yeah. So, so this real estate agent sends this guy Hutter out to Count Orlock's castle in Transylvania. Um, the Count wants to purchase an isolated house in Visborg. And, uh, yeah, so he goes and, and meets meets the count. It's a very like the the, the trek there is kind of iffy. Like none of the friends like want to go there, and uh, yeah, so basically he's selling selling Count Orlock a house. I think he buys the one across the street from him, doesn't he? Sure, some, you're yeah. the one telling us about the movie, Jeremy. Yeah, so he, he, if you have the answer to Jeremy's question, <laughs> fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com, we would appreciate yeah, it. it yeah, so he meets Count Orlock and, you know, he gets, he sees like the picture of his girlfriend, was it uh, Ellen, I think it is. And all of a sudden he's like, ooh, I want to move to the house across the street from you. Well, because it, it looked stunningly like his wife. Right, exactly. So, yeah, no, it was a great, great movie for the time. It, it's, I'm always intrigued as to how like editing was done, like in way back when days and stuff. It was literal like scissors cutting yeah. the film. Yep. Special tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of tape. A lot of tape. But the, the the version on Shutter, it's like super clear. And they might have like remastered like the text and stuff because it looked pretty digital. Oh yeah, it's been it's been remastered the yeah. fuck. Yeah. And All count right. count Orlock, like the, his his get up, like his makeup and stuff like that was, was that's pretty freaky, dude. Like yeah. especially for then. See, I like I like that. There's obviously a lot of different vampires, and obviously we'll cover that. But yeah, that I like that the the scary looking bat like yeah. villain. Yeah. So what's a vampire? Well, a vampire is a creature from folklore that subsists by feeding on the vital essence of the living. Obviously, usually blood, but you know that could also be your soul, your essence, like in Doctor Sleep. Or when you're in Chinatown and you pick up a hooker, she sucks your soul through your cock. <laughs> They're all vampires of different types, right? Yeah, I get a, I get a good trash story for that one, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to like this one. Uh, we used to have a guy that ran a route in uh, this town, the city, city of champions, if you will. And a uh, different driver went in, went to a stoplight, and all of a sudden somebody decides to jump in the truck. And they were both kind of shocked at each other. And she's like, oh, you're not the regular guy I usually see. <laughs> it's like, oops, get the hell out of my truck. <laughs> oops. Yeah. Oh, 3.30 in the morning. That wasn't the champions. happy ending that I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. No happy ending there. Boom, 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 boom. All right, boom. who's next? Uh, I figured Tony oh. go next. Oh, I'm sorry. A little Tony sandwich. I decided to go off the reservation, if you will. Once bitten, 
Oh my god! Nineteen eighty-five. That, that one almost made my list. Up, uh, a, a lot of people suggested this one. That one almost oh, yeah. made my list. Oh, I, I had to put it on because I mean, you think about it. How many? How many times did you get Jim Carrey in a uh, in a vampire movie? I mean, one that's actually kind of funny. Yeah, Just once. Sitting. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you know, vampire countess. Her name's Countess. She needs to drink the blood of a virgin three times before a uh, before Halloween, in order to keep her eternal beauty. You know, and that, that's a you know she's got like a right week there. left. Yeah. yeah, and she bumps into the Jim Carrey, Mark Kendall, who drives a ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> I just and drove by an ice cream truck earlier. The music never is uncreepy. Like, oh. <laughs> there'll never be an age when that music just doesn't like tear at my soul. <laughs> well, maybe there was a vampire in it. Ooh. Or or what's his name from, from Ice Cream Man? Clint Howard? Clint Howard, that's oh. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that opening the opening scene in that movie. It's uh you know, Jim Carrey and his girlfriend there, uh, and they're at a drive-in and you know, they're still in high school and he's trying to seal the deal and she's she's not having it. She wants it to be special and he gets out and he looks at every car and you know every car you see it everybody's yep. yeah yeah you look at the look at the car next to him it's a convertible and all you see is the guy's butt going up and down he looks up <laughs> at the pro- the projection booth that guy's getting laid too you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's everybody he's just like oh. so throughout the whole movie just funny scenes funny situations for him and then you know countess Every time she gets a hold of him, she drops his drawers and gets what she wants. She definitely gets his essence. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> back there. Hey, hey. Uh, Jenna actually suggested this movie last summer. We watched it outside. It was oh, awesome. hilarious. No, it's awesome. it, 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 it a fun, funny. silly movie. I would put it up on the. Uh, this one's a little more funny than uh, Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage. I've yes, seen that one. Oh, dude. You want to see him in his cagiest? Apparently, there's a deleted scene that Francis Ford Coppola, like, lost. He lost? Yeah, lost. lost. And Nicolas Cage says, that was my best work I've ever done in my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, awesome. That movie is amazing. Yeah. Add that to my list. (sighs) Number 10. They shared the pleasures of the flesh and horrors of the grave. So we have two bisexual vampires <laughs> charming unwary victims into joining them at their castle for a midnight snack and more. Sounds like a party, right? The problem? Nosy neighbors and snoops. This movie would have turned out completely different, kind of like a porno, like the perfect porno, if everyone just accepted their roles and just had a good time. Why Why you had to be a buzzkill? Just except that yeah you might lose a little bit of blood but you're in like a vampire orgy just have a good time sexy bloody fun vampires not john carpenter's vampires this is with a y from 1974 classic and yes a lot of fun oh nice a little bit bloodier than once bitten (laughs) (laughs) all right so my number nine, we mentioned bloody. 
I went with 2015's fucking love this movie, Blood Sucking Bastards. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that movie. Damn, it, it's fucking hilarious. It's it's a Evan, maybe there aren't going to be any doubles on this one. <laughs> uh, we'll get there. Uh, Evan is a dutiful and overworked employee stuck in a soul-killing corporation with his beautiful co-worker and girlfriend Amanda and his slacker best friend Tim. Evan's world begins to crumble when Amanda dumps him and his boss Ted hands his coveted promotion over to his nemesis Max, who is Pablo Pascal. Uh, however, is he the guy that does the crossword puzzles for the Atlantic newspaper? Sure. He's cool. He was also in Game of Thrones, which is better. But and Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, better than crossword puzzles. Get the fuck uh, out. Yeah. Uh, however, when bodies start piling up and lazy co-workers become paler, hardworking, and more aggressive, Evan soon discovers that Max is actually a vampire and has turned most of the office into vampires as well. Now, Evan, his ex, well, I think ex-girlfriend, because she dumped him, and a Red Bull chugging security guard Frank must defeat Max and rescue his workplace pals before his life and career go from dead end to just dead. Oh, nice. Oh. Did you write that? No. Oh, well, give credit where credit's due. I thought I was like, damn, Jeremy, that was very cool. So uh, it's, it's fucking hilarious. There's just extreme use of blood. Hilarious movie, like on the same like realm of like, like Shaun of the Dead type movie. So fun. I want to say it's on Tubi. I have a tie here because I couldn't oh. decide which one I liked more. Okay, so go with the second one. All right. 30 Days a Night. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Very good. Yeah. The town in uh, Alaska there, they... Uh, I believe it the... is Barrow. Barrow, Alaska. Barrow, yes. yes. Barrow, Alaska. They're about to start their 30 Days a Night because it's winter. And then vampires all of a sudden show up. And they're not your regular vampires with the cape, with the pretty teeth. With the little mysticals. No, they're not sparkling. They're fucking scary. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, they're all nasty, soaked in blood. Kind of like the people I see every day. Yeah. Great movie. Lots of freaking killing. You get kids screaming, people getting pulled underneath houses. You know, somebody dropped in a uh, some sort of grinding machine. Oh, and the gears. The gear kill was the best one. Oh. Love the gear kill. Yep, Josh Hartnett, you know, spoiler alert, shoots himself up with some vampire blood at the end to take on the, the main guy who they're not even speaking. Is that like the, is that compound V? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going there, Mike. <laughs> I, I just started watching the show. I just finished the first season. Holy shit. Oh, just wait till two. And then when you finish two, just wait till season three. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it it, it 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 amps up. It, okay, so I guess it's uh, my turn. Uh, yes, Go sir. To. Number nine. Christopher Plummer actually has a small voiceover role in this. He's credited as the frat executioner. <laughs> We're going to 1986. Pull up to the bumper, baby. Bum, 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 bum. Vamp. Starring Chris Makepeace, Robert Russler. You know him from Weird Science. I think Freddy too. And of course, Grace Jones as the scary vampire who rides a chair that is molded after Dolph Lundgren's naked body. And there's a lot of hookers and strippers. Oh my. I love it already. That should be a weekly watch. 
Yeah, so she actually sings the song that's never been released because that's how awesome this movie is. She had some fancy fashion friends do some of her crazy costumes. That's why her costumes are very crazy. But if you like naked women, strippers, beer, and vampires, and comedy, it's kind of like weird science meets vampires at a stripper after dark club. Check it out. So the Pony Room in Boston when it was there. (laughs) You're so stupid! I completely forgot that Long Duck Dong was (laughs) there for the ride. You're so stupid! Oh Oh my god. What the fuck? (laughs) My number eight is 30 Days of Night. Beautiful. Like uh, Tony had stated earlier, it's a story of an isolated Barrow, Alaska, that is plunged into darkness for a month each year when the sun sinks below the horizon and the last rays of light fade. I can, can't tell that I copied and pasted like all of this. And so they're attacked by a, by a gang of bloodthirstian. Bloodthirst? What? You're fucking choppy as shit, Jeremy. A bloodthirsty gang of vampires. Okay, there you go. That's a full. I'm choppy as shit. I seem fine. You haven't moved. It's not me. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, haven't moved. Am I moving? Uh, I don't know. Are you having a stroke? No. Because if so, you're. Oh, there there you go. (laughs) All right, so it's him and not us. All right, I like that. It's fine. I whatever. But anyway, (laughs) moving along. This is moving. This is going to be a long ass episode. Yeah, that's going to take forever. All right. Please continue. Or do you want me to go? Yeah, it's your turn, bro. Oh, all right. Number eight. Well, you, yeah, you, you, you basically covered everything, so. I had to go to the savior of the MCU, Blade. In a world where vampires walk the earth. Wesley Snipes. Yes, Wesley Snipes. Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Chris Christopherson. And uh, that other guy that I can't remember his name. So in a movie with off. vampires, the enemy is paying your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know something? That's better than what I was going to read. So we're just going to go with that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. The, come on. the plot of the All movie right. is Blade trying to pay his taxes. <laughs> yes. In a world where vampires walk the earth, Blade has a goal. His goal is to rid the world of all vampire evil. When Blade witnesses a vampire bite Dr. Karen Jensen, he fights away the beast and takes Karen Jensen to his hideout. Here, alongside Abraham Whistler, Blade attempts to help heal Jensen. The vampire Quinn, who was attacked by Blade, reports back to his master, Deacon Frost, who is planning a huge surprise for the human population. He wants to be a vampire god. Yeah, you know, when when living forever isn't enough, you you join up with the Illuminati, and the next thing you know, Indiana Jones and Nicolas Cage is on your national treasure and ass. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so awesome movie. The guy's got a sword, you know, it's, it's sick. Uh, lots of guns, lots of blood. How did you say no? It's a vampire action movie. Exactly. It, yes. it is badass as fuck. Yep. And like I said, saved the MCU or started the MCU, I should say, with the money that they made from that, from that series. A trilogy, yeah. right? There was Correct. three of them. Yeah. 
Correct. The third one, which was uh, Trinity. Trinity, yep. And a little awkward, if you will. Wesley Snipes kept his eyes closed the entire movie. He was only in it, as you can tell, for bits and pieces because he was being a yeah, an interesting being, individual. He was being a character. Yes. He wasn't playing a character. He was a character. Yeah. Yeah, he was. But, you know, third one, it had a, what was that, a Pomeranian vampire, little dog that was in control of the Rottweilers. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's scary as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that, that little dog went for your uh, femoral artery that can reach. <laughs> Dogs are vicious. The smaller they are, yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if you guys remember. You guys remember my little, the little white dog I had. I do very much. Yeah, that one was psycho. <laughs> I yeah. feel like little little animals are always psycho. Hey, I we got to fend. We got we got to you know do what we can to you know make ourselves seem bigger than we are. Are you likening yourself to a small pet? Kind of, I guess. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, oh, sit, we'll, put that, right. we'll put that in the pocket for later. <laughs> right, we can, we, yeah, can we just put a pin on that? Because that's, that's a whole different kind of, kind of uh, podcast. Number eight has yes. one of the sickest posters in history from 1985, directed and written by Tom Holland, Fright Night. Ooh. So starring Chris Sarandon, William Ragsdale, Roddy McDowell, and Amanda Beers, Charlie Brewster is obsessed with horror. His favorite show is hosted by Peter Vincent, Fright Night. Through a rear view window type of scenario, he suspects his new neighbor is a creature of the night. He turns to his TV hero for help and is met with skepticism from everyone, including his best friend, Evil Ed, and his beautiful girlfriend, Marcy Darcy. <laughs> My name Basically, is Marcy Darcy? This movie is if I teamed up with Joe Bob and Darcy to fight Prince Humperdinck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a modern twist of Dracula with Jerry Dandridge longing for a lost lover who resembles Charlie's girlfriend. It's so wicked good. Fun. Wicked fun movie. It, I, uh, I really like the remake of it. I did too. Yes, it, it was that, fun. That, um, that, that cast was stacked. I don't want to butcher his name because he's dead. What's his name? Anton Yelkin. Yelchin, yeah. Yelchin, yeah. He was really good in that. So anyway, all right, number seven. This is kind of like a mixed show I did because they're they're both amazing and they kind of go into each other. It's like a show slash movie. The movie came out first in 2014. I'm going to go what we do in the shadows. So we saw this. We we were. Me, Susan, my oldest Sarah, we went to Walker Stalker probably like 2015, something like that, and they were showing the movie. Huh? <laughs> yeah, when he gets boring and you your freezes, hand was like that awesome. when you froze. <laughs> <laughs> so they were showing this movie while Sarah was in line waiting to meet the governor. And so basically, it's like an office style documentary type movie where we have, let's see, Vladislav. The Lord Byron wannabe Viago, the frilly dandy deacon. So basically, they all live in a flat in New Zealand. And basically, they're just documenting their lives in the modern world. They're hundreds of years, hundreds of years old, and they're trying to adapt to daily, you know, daily things. You know, they're struggling with 
you know, living with other people and paying rent and keeping up with the chore wheel and trying to get into nightclubs. You know, there's a big battle with the, the bitch at the end. It's fucking hilarious. They turned it into a TV show that's on FX now, and it is so much better. They're like half hour shows. I believe they're on Hulu also. So good. So funny. The, the, the writing is amazing. So why was your daughter in line to meet Charlie Baker? <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused. The governor from Walking Dead. Oh, oh the guy with the iPad. I okay, literally said we were at Walker Stalker Con. It's me, the governor. We were at Walker Stalker Con. I'm pretty He's sure Governor Baker. Me. Pretty sure no. Governor Baker is not at Walker Stalker Con. Ah, yeah. It's me, Governor Baker. <laughs> I'm not at Walker Stalker Con. <laughs> anyway, but it's a great show. Super funny. Check it out. I uh, have been meaning to get into that. I finally started The Boys, which y'all won't shut the fuck up about. So I started that. So, uh, yeah, maybe that'll be my next thing I get into. There you go. They're half-hour <laughs> shows, so they're, like, super quick. I like that. Half-hour shows. It's good for somebody like me that can only stay up till 8 o'clock. <laughs> I barely make it to 9. I only stay up till 8 o'clock because I have to put the kids to bed. Yeah. I'd be, yeah, I'd be out at, like, 6.30. Oh, well, yeah. That'd be 6.30. Oh. Only. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Don't, I mean, I probably sleep late compared to you. I'm up at 540. <laughs> 540. That's cute. How the hell do you sleep that late? <laughs> That's so cute. I'm up at 330. <laughs> okay, next movie. Next movie. Yes, sir. Here we go. Number seven, John Carpenter's Vampires. Yes. I literally just watched this movie like yesterday. Oh. Wait, for the first, the first time? No, 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 no. no oh. I just like I, I, tur- I put it on. I, I dare say one of the, the best vampire movies from the 90s. Maybe Ooh, second, best. Candy. second best. Ooh, second piece best. Second best. Piece of candy. That's how yeah. I feel about this movie. It's it's a piece oh. of candy. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's every aspect of it is fantastic. A bunch of vampire hunters aided by the Vatican are asked to hunt down a master vampire and his goons of vampires who are ripping and tearing humans apart. While the leader of the vampire hunter does the slaying and takes orders from the Vatican as his parents were killed by vampires and he was raised by the church. The church has an agenda of their own regarding a centuries old cross from falling into the hands of the master vampire. Yeah. That's the only pretty, thing you left a, out. There was a celebratory room that featured marijuana, drinking, yep. and a yep. lot of hookers. Is you that- know what? Does that it ever seem... actually say that they're hookers? Um, I believe the... at one point they allude to. Uh, uh, I think they, I think Cheryl... it only says it in like descriptions and and stuff I, like that. I think it's just the uh, all the chicks that are in that little podunk town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Daniel that... Baldwin literally said it at one point. Probably. I could be wrong. He could just well, be. He, a... he could have been talking about something off camera too. We never know. Yeah, he could be Baldwinning. Yes. <laughs> But dude, that that whole yeah. scene when Thomas Ian Griffith uh, comes in and just like takes out the whole entire room, so fucking oh. cool. Just walking yeah. around snapping people's necks. I forget what he did. He like ripped somebody's head just clean off. Oh, the uh, guy the- from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. That was just oh. There's not a dull moment in that movie. No, and, and James go, Woods go, is go, just go. typical James Woods. Which is funny because you don't think of James Woods as like a leading action star, but then there's that scene when he lights up the motel 
and he's walking away from the explosion, <laughs> so cool. and he's yeah. just like, Netflix and chill, bro. Well, it. not back then. It was still Blockbuster. Blockbuster card and chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, number seven, 1987, Joel Schumacher, The Lost Boys. We've got Jason Patrick, The Corys, Diane West, Edward Herman, Keith Sutherland, Jamie fucking Gertz. We got cows. And Alex Bill from Winter. Bill and Come on. Tim Capello, which every woman listening to this knows, knows is the fucking is. oily saxophone playing chain wearing motherfucker. He's available on Cameo if you want to get serenaded. <laughs> Check it out, baby. A single mother and her two sons moved to the murder capital of America, Santa Carla, at the same beachside carnival that was featured in Us. They soon realized that the murder capital of America may have a dark side. I believe that the murder capital of America, dark. Ah, they're only noodles, Michael. There's a hilarious YouTube video, and it is a uh, cut of this movie that only shows every time they say Michael or Mike. And it's like 19 minutes long. Michael, Michael, Mike, 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 Michael, Michael, Michael. They're just noodles, Michael. I I was playing it earlier and my kids were like, can you shut that off? It's so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And arguably probably one of the best soundtracks of all time. No. Okay. It's a it's a good it's, fine. It's I think decent. it's a very good soundtrack. I literally was watching this movie with with some friends, and the soundtrack came up as well. The soundtrack kind of sucks. I I was wrong. I like I like Cry Little Sister. There's a great cover from Churches Netflix's Nightbook. I still want to check that out. Uh, I really I I dig the soundtrack. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. Yeah, like the, the the Lou Graham song during the motorcycle like getaway montage or whatever. That that's a badass song. It's your typical 80s song, I guess, but <laughs> that's awesome. That's a little Funko Kiefer. There you go. Thank you, Amanda. All right. So my number six to round off our bottom five. Now, this guy played Dracula. A lot more than I guess I realized that he did. But uh, the movie I picked was... Leslie Night- Nielsen? Yes, 100%. Dracula How- dead and loving it, baby! <clears throat> no, oh, that's not number one. <laughs> so I went with 1970s Count Dracula, portrayed by Christopher Lee. Ooh, good one. I didn't realize he, he played him like six times. So Jonathan Harker, a lawyer traveling from London to Transylvania to secure a property for Count Dracula, arrives in Bistritz to stay for the night. Uh, There he is warned by a concerned lady against continuing his journey the the following day. Harker believes that her concerns are rooted in peasant superstition. Uh, He ignores her, but starts to feel increasingly unnerved by the way everyone looks at him. And he sets off for the rest of his journey and arrives at Borgo Pass, where the Count's mysterious coach picks up. So, yeah, he gets picked up by the Count. Similar story, I guess, to Nosferatu, where he's trying to secure him property back. Well, fun and... fact, Nosferatu was an unlicensed version of Dracula. So Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but apparently, like, this movie was 
so they say is the the closest version to the book than any of the other movies. I tried apparently. to buy the book today. I brought the kids to Barnes and Noble, and I'm like, okay, you guys pick a book. I'll pick a book. And the only version of Dracula available was like this special edition forty dollar hardcover, and I'm like, I bought them ten books. That's going to cost me forty dollars. I'm not buying <laughs> one for me. For like, uh, needless to say, I did not get Dracula today. Good film. Like I said, Christopher Lee is awesome. Basically, at everything that he does, you know, it's nice to see him in something where he wasn't like 105. He was only 102 when that movie came out. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have full white hair yet. Exactly. No, salt and pepper streaks. But yeah, no, great, great, great movie. I believe uh, Harker ends up in like a, he ends up getting bitten by Dracula and he, this blew, blew my mind. Like he ends up in a, like a mental, like hospital or whatever, jumps out of a window off, like off, lands on a cliff, I love this. like 100 feet down. And it's like, oh, we <laughs> found you. <laughs> you you totally froze we're making fun of you okay. is my audio still fine though <laughs> so the the guy harker ends up like jumping out of the window out after he's like bitten by dracula he falls like 150 feet onto rocks and he ends up like in pain mental hospital <laughs> and you're like oh we found you like abandoned and it, it, he, the hospital is run by Dr. Professor Van Helsing. And so, yeah, no, it, great, great movie. Fun. I'll have to look into that. Okay, Isn't cool. That? Yeah, it's on, um, it's on Tubi. Tubi, Tubi, Tubi. All right. Number six for me. Drink up Nosferatu, 1922. Oh, nice. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. So good. So, since we already went over it, I got a little something. When Count Orlock rises out of his coffin in the hull of the ship, there's a porthole right next to him. You can see daylight on the other side. Ooh. Interesting. Plot hole or mistake? Yes. (laughs) 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 Never question a director. Well, the fact that that movie still holds up today. You know what? Who gives a fuck about one little fucking hiccup? You could explain it in exposition in part two. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the first. Can, can, can we also say that he was also mistaken for the hash-slinging slasher? What? Hash-slinging slasher? Hash-slinging slasher? Come on, SpongeBob. Oh, I thought you meant the tongue-catcher <laughs> killer guy. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm still the, stuck on hash. Is it hash or hashish? The hash-slinging slinging slasher. It was, it, it was like the, the guy they made up in SpongeBob and somebody was flicking out the lights. Like, okay, who is Jeremy. That? It was like no can, can we, like, can we finish this episode? This episode has been very long. We, oh, we, fine, go. Okay. <laughs> so number six, we're going with glass eye picks. You know Larry Fessenden, who made his debut with a great is it a vampire movie? Habit. Check out Habit. That's a great ass movie. But that's not this movie. I'm talking Stakeland from 2010, directed by Jim Mickle, featuring. Nick Demichi. So Martin is a regular kid until his whole fucking family is brutally murdered. This includes trigger warning, his baby fucking brother. And I mean, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, if you know what I mean, because God damn, that is a fucking scene. Step in to the spotlight, mister, who helps him kill the responsible vamp. 
What follows is an epic son surrogate father road trip movie. I believe I brought this up during our road trip tangent, but this is such a great vampire movie. The vampires are more like 30 days of night. They're more like creatures of the night as like, you know, instead of, hello, I come to suck your clitoris. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's chaotic. All right, so that's our bottom five. Yes. Jeremy, are you topping from the bottom? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, if you're listening to us, uh, give us a five-star review, whatever is the, the, the best review on whatever you're listening to us on. Thumbs ups, likes. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to suggest another tangent we could do or a movie or maybe just tell us we suck like a vampire. <laughs> uh, we are on Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast, uh, YouTube channel, uh, uh, Fans of the Dead, Facebook, Fans of the Dead also, Fans of the Dead.com, where you can get yourself fans a t-shirt. Fans of the Dead also? <laughs> fans of the Dead yeah. also. Get some swag. Get yourself a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You know what drips? That WAP. When you buy her a Fans of the Dead hoodie. Yeah, we are on the Prescribed Films Podcast <laughs> Network. Um, check them out at prescribedfilms.com. There's a plethora of shows that you can watch and uh, listen to, including Attack of the Killer Podcast, the <laughs> flagship show. He said plethora. I did say plethora. So, yeah. We still have one more of these to go. All right. <laughs> have fun. Be safe. Peace. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.